Welcome in, everybody, to the Can We Kick a Pod. I'm your host, Mike, along with Chuck. Yeah. I'm running on ice. <laughs> hey, hey. Mop the ice. <laughs> <laughs> what? Mop the ice. What was his char- What was Creed's character name in Threat Level Midnight? Cherokee Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Nice, nice yeah. cold intro. We were talking yeah. about... Uh, we were talking about songs and TV shows and yeah. somehow wound up running on ice by Billy Joel. Yeah, the good old uh, skating montage uh, to get in the hockey all-star game from Michael Scott's threat level midnight. I love when he's working out. He's like, he's he's like spits everywhere. He's doing the uh, whatever. Any hoodles. Any hoos. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Good, man. I'm so pumped for this episode. I was pumped Friday night when I watched this episode. Yeah. To talk about this. Yeah. And so we, we, we decided to do a special taping, a special recording, a solo bolo uh, on For All Mankind. And I watched this. Mike watched it Friday. I watched this on a plane coming back from New Jersey on Monday and literally was cheering on the plane as I was watching this show. Mike. I'm quite often known to hyperbole and to overstate things, but this is one of my favorite season finales of any show ever. So much agree. It it ranks up. I mean, it, it had everything you want in it. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's it was the most impactful episode of this show probably since episode one. Yeah, where the Russians landed on the moon. Yeah. And it just completely changed the entire direction of the show. I think this rewrote this whole show for the next it, two, three seasons. It seasons. had its red wedding moment. It I did. mean, like yeah. multiple stars, multiple main characters die. Um, Political lines have been crossed, it, allegiances have been crossed. Like, it's it, fundamentally changed the show from the bottom up. Yeah, and I think I was reading on some commentary about this episode, and there was a remark on Twitter that someone bet the showrunners <laughs> of the show to make, you know, that they couldn't make every episode like a season finale of the season. Yeah. And they sure tried to. And I was very critical of the season through the first couple episodes. Slow out of the gate. Yeah. It went slow out of the gate, but man, it charged hard. Um, you know, as soon like it just ascended and never stopped. Yeah. Like after the first couple episodes, it just was on a rocket ship to Mars. That's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. Show writers, EPs for For All Mankind, get us into space faster. That's where this show takes off. As soon as we got to headed to Mars, when, that's when this show took the off. The episode where they did the jump yeah. two years yeah. and they were starting on the journey to Mars. That was it. That was over from there. It was gangbusters. Yeah. And. I think when they did that, that's when, you know, you had the first, you know, I mean, well, you had the deaths in the, the hotel, um, you know, in the first episode, but the space hotel, um, yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, that was child's play. Yeah. Once we, once we started on our journey to Mars, just shit hit the fan yeah. everywhere. You know what? I won't remember about this show yeah. because the finale was so good was the whole pirate song when they did the, the Jolly Roger oh, dude. You didn't the, like that. They played that song way too long for that show. That, you can put sails out on a... Love the concept. Hate in the space where there's... 
I think they say in this episode there's no atmosphere. Yeah. Like just solar wind, baby. Maybe that was. Well, yeah, you just distracted me on something, but. <laughs> At the end of this episode, they did, like, the science behind it. Yeah. And they were talking about how they could make helium-3 mm. on the moon and just talk about how the solar winds bring all this kind of debris and space matter onto the moon. Yeah. And it's collecting the rock. It was interesting. I watched it afterward. That's where I would text you. I was like, oh, my God, there's a post-credit scene with Margo. <laughs> you but freaked it was just, me out. It was just yeah. Ren Schmidt talking about the <laughs> science behind helium-3. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is real? Like, yeah. um but yeah. it was the it science was, behind a lot of this stuff is like theoretical and real. So for yeah. the most part, solar sails are have been in so much of like science fiction that I've read since yeah. the sixties and seventies. Yeah. It's just something that would take an immense sail to capture that much solar wind yeah. to be able to propel something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're going to do this a little differently than we've been doing with some of the other episodes, but we're, we are going to go kind of beat by beat. Um, so, you know, we started out with in this episode where we kind of left off. Where in the end of under the penultimate episode, they found um, a North Korean mm-hmm. um, with cosmonaut, a gun. astronaut <laughs> yeah. on the moon with or yeah. the Mars with a gun. Cosmonaut, astronaut. Well, in this episode, the Russian guy says uh, calls him a cosmonaut, huh. but I'm sure that's different in the Korean language. But that's there's, just yeah. But you I'll know, be inter- I'll be interested to see what that is. So they they start off the episode with the North Koreans' journey um, to Mars. Yep. So we know that they launched. I think then this was said this September, but I'm not sure what year, whether it was before or after everybody else. But they launched, and it was. I think it it goes back to. Do you, no, I don't think it went. What do you think it went when they? It, their rocket exploded, um, or do you think they left just a little earlier than? That's a good question. Because whole, we time jump yeah. after the two years. two years, so yeah. I don't think that that astronaut that guy's been there way ahead of them. I think they did the rocket explosion right. And it the, was like their first rocket yeah. test into space, and then they did the probe to Mars, and it was like Sojourner One or whatever they I don't remember what they call it, right? Um, but I think that was the official flight, and they had to show, like, okay, well, they screwed up the first time. Yeah. Because they couldn't just be like, cool, the North Koreans sent yeah. a man to the Mars and had never launched a rocket before. So they, they had yeah, to set a failure first. Yeah, they showed their failure, and then they were like, oh, we're sending an unmanned probe, but they really had two guys yeah. in there. Like, nobody took them seriously. Yeah. They are like, cool, we've yeah. done that. Awesome. Clearly, because there's, like, 50,000 probes on Mars we'll see in a bit. Yeah. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so they... I love the, like, montage of, like, his... Because, like, the opening of this episode, right, yeah. is, like, him, like, the launch, him in space, and him, like, going to Mars. Yeah. And then crashing on Mars. Yeah. It shows him crashing, and then the other astronaut with him is dead. He lives. It shows him eating, performing his daily duties, um, you know, basically running out of food and unlocking a... A little box with a gun in it. Yeah, they're like he was like going crazy. He just like in case, lived long enough. Yeah, yeah. Like I think it was pretty much a suicide mission for them to the to Mars. Yeah, where like in North, it's like we're gonna get everybody's trying to get there first. Even yeah. when we when when NASA and Russia and they wrestle themselves off, them, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. they like they simultaneously get on the moon. Yeah, but I mean the Mars, Mars. I know. But yeah. they they're basically they North Koreans like we're gonna get there first. 
and we don't have a way to get you home. <laughs> it's yeah. my kind of thought process of probably what they're thinking. Like, you're doing this for the motherland or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, But then, you Your know. They will live forever, like. Yeah. Yeah. Valhalla. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they, you know, he was basically about to kill himself until he sees the rover, um, which yeah. is coming for his. They're basically, which is the this guidance system or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and the ship is basically the same as a knockoff of um, the so, the Soyuz. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they, you know, we then we we see them go through the whole montage of him living, and basically we circle back to that at the end of this episode. We'll talk about later, but the picture of his wife, and you know, but. He starts to go crazy, drawing happy faces and laughing uncontrollably. Yeah. Um, but and he encounters Danny and um, uh, Roland. Yeah, Roland. Baranov. Yeah. And they, you know, they're trying to convince him. Which was hilarious. Yeah. Because they're not on the same frequency. Yeah. And they don't speak the same language. Yeah. So they're like literally like miming shit to each other. Yeah. Trying to like get this guy not to kill kill them. Yeah. And yeah, Danny's like, I'm going to draw on the sand. Like we're going to go, you know, she's explaining as best she can, like picture or not Pictionary, but uh, what's charades. Charades, yeah. And while he's doing that, uh, Roland like just unplugs his, <laughs> his air tube. Yeah, he bum rushes from, him. Yeah, yeah, from behind. And uh, basically takes a gun, and Danny reconnects their tube, and they they take him, quote unquote, prisoner. Yeah, you know, back to back to the their base. So we got a new character. Yep. Um, His character's name is uh, Lee Jung Gil. Correct. Yes, we better learn these names. So I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call him Lee. Lee. Yeah. Um, Cosmonaut Lee. Um, but yeah, he like ate most of his suit, food. He was like literally on the verge of like, he was yeah. going to die. Yeah. And then the, all of a sudden, like Daniel and, and uh, uh, Roland show up. And um, meanwhile, right? So while they're like trying to figure out what to do with the Korean, like they're back at uh, Happy Valley, right? Because they've moved to Happy Valley from uh, the Helios yeah. uh, landing site. And like Kelly like has to go to the Phoenix because she's... Like struggling with yeah like, preeclampsia yeah yeah and uh, she's gonna die if they don't get her like the right equipment and stuff like that but like they need fuel and they're like trying to run all the numbers about how they can make it yeah um well you're jumping ahead a little did bit I there. Yeah, yeah yeah but now well they're they're that's what they're well they're they're trying to get I mean they're on this mission yeah. to try to find something to help them get back up into space right but like you know after. After they bring them back and they um, meet everybody on board, and Ed's, Ed's learned Korean uh, yeah. when it's time in Korea, and he calls him a My Little Dumpling or that whatever. Was hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah, dude. I forgot this, about this that. This was Joel Kinnaman's best performance in this series since yeah. like season one. Yeah. Uh, he was really good in this episode. Um, that's Ed Baldwin. And uh, he, so after that, the Korean Lee is on in Happy Valley, and then we cut back to uh, back on Earth. We have Ellen Wilson, who came out as as gay last episode, mm-hmm. 
talking to her vice president. The vice president's basically saying you're going to be impeached. Yeah. Um, and now he's resign like, resign or you're going to be impeached. Yeah, you yeah. should resign for the sake of the Republican Party. And and this is like where I get with the this is what I hate about the politics stuff because it's like they're putting, you know, they put the party over everything else. Yeah. They're like oh, we're trying to progress the country. Like um, he's like. Uh, think of the Republican Party. Yeah, it's, yeah. what about the people, right? Yeah. Um, I think we got bigger issues here, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think. Yeah, she like challenges him because she's like, "Oh, I impeach and then you get the job." Like you wouldn't. Yeah. Like you wouldn't He's take like, it. Oh, He's I'll like, "I'll take it for yeah. the sake of the Republican for the Party." Sake of the party yeah. I'll take it, and it's like, "Oh, big surprise!" Yeah. Yeah, I think that's just so. Anyway, it's, it's we're not going to delve into politics too much, yeah. but yeah, um, you know we have then you know then the next we see Karen, um, who basically last episode was told by the board, hey, we're going to get rid of Dev, we're going to make you CEO, so she's hemming and hawing and thinking through what she wants to do. So she goes over to talk to her best friend, Wayne, um, about it. But Wayne's not there. He's at a, a little conference thingy or something, yeah. <laughs> whatever Molly says. But yeah. Molly's like, talk to me. And like, I was so glad to see Molly. Cause was the last time we saw her basically after she got fired, like in the bathtub, smoking a J. When Ed like gave his like introduction speech at Helio, she was like, "Yeah, good for you, buddy." Like, yeah, smoking that J. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, so it was good to see her because I was wondering if that was the last we'd see of her. Right. Um. She was back here, but maybe not for long. She's got a little life left in her. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um. But yeah. So you know, Molly's straight to point. And I think. Yeah, Karen, like, is dodging, like, dancing around it while he's like, oh, my God, just yeah, say it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's where it's it's a great, it's a good conversation. I mean, the two different personalities. Um, Wayne's more of the, I think, the girl gossip talk yeah. and like, oh, yeah. And yeah. Molly's like, as she calls herself a selfish prick. And I loved it. And, and I think. She has a great point, and she I think does. that's what the great thing that she tells Karen there is like the world moves or evolves or grows because of selfish pricks. That's right. It progresses. Yeah, yeah it progresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, I mean, it's like you already know what you want to do, Karen. She's just looking for reassurance. Yeah. She but, just wants somebody to tell her it's okay. And yeah. like Molly tells her, like, yeah, man up, like, be yeah. selfish. Yeah, like, and it was good. Be like every other man in history and you yeah. know, be great. Yeah. Like, if we don't start thinking like a, a man and do this, then we're going to keep being left behind. And that was I I like Molly's story of, in the Apollo 15, it was Gordo's, but they gave it to her. She's like, I wasn't thinking about Gordo's. I was like, fuck yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's every yeah. man for himself. Like, we're here to make history. And I, I think she even said, like, that's why Ed is who. It is like yeah. he's a selfish prick, just like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. So I, that was a great scene for like Karen to. Yeah, I really like step up while she can. <laughs> I really always enjoyed Molly as a character, like just like very confident, and even even you know with the even with the blindness that she got from saving Wubby in season two on mm-hmm. the moon. Yeah, 
from the radiation. I mean, she still has her balls, sorry, so to speak. Yeah. And even from what she does when she, you know, has gets fired or whatever. Yeah. Uh, cause I, I love later when she walks back into NASA and she's like, where's the snow bitch or whatever, the yeah. the uh, ice queen or whatever yeah. she calls Margo. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, yeah, missed to beat. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, now Karen's got her support and she goes, you know, basically to talk to Dev and Dev's like, Hey, we got some, let's do this. We got some international, um, backing. I'm going to be let go. Like, come yeah, with Dev me. Dev is like, they're making their move. Yeah. And Karen's like, like, Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm the move right yeah, here. Yeah. And so. That's when he pitches his fit. Yeah. He has a little hissy, um, I mean, I get it, and we've seen this happen in a few other shows, like Silicon Valley, yeah. where Richard like gets fired as being the CEO of some company. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's almost whenever you take these visionaries, there's and their CEO, there's that from a business perspective, financial perspective, it's not always the best idea. Um, maybe hemorrhaging money going off on all these crazy ideas. Stevie um, J. Yeah. Steve Jobs. Yeah, even, you know, I think you see that happen a little bit in the uh, form of Elon Musk and certain things. But um, you almost need the creative and the business person, like, to rein each other in. That's yeah. what kind of they hinted at last couple of weeks where the guy that started it with Dev that's on the board, he's like, the conservative one yeah. that wants to go back to just mining helium three on the moon, and Dev wants to put multiple like colonies on Mars. Yeah, and which is going to be the most cost? What's going to be the most revenue producing one? Helium three. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but which is going to advance society? So that's the question, right? Exactly. Um, but, you know, then Dev goes and, you know, he's he calls. He's like, hey, gather, gather around in the bullpen down there. Stage and, it a walkout. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's like, I'm going to get fired. And um, who wants to come with me? We'll start this up. And then Karen's like, I got a question. <laughs> yeah. uh, We're going to take this company into the future. But a new company. We're going to start all over. Yeah, once he was like, we're going to start over from the ground up. Yeah. I was like, all right, you've lost everybody, dude. But yeah, he, Karen's like, are you going to pay for all this? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what does he say? Well, there'll be like a um, pay cut. There'll like, be cuts. She's like, what, 10, 15%? Like everybody <laughs> starts like, what? I got mortgage. I got child. I got. Yeah. Um, like everybody, want, he wants everybody to like be as idealistic as he is. And he wants the stream to continue, but. Humanity's like, yeah, but at what cost? Not my mortgage. And that was the interesting thing is, I think at the end of the day, like in one of like his, I think the the curly haired lady that I think she was wearing a yellow shirt and yeah. has been like his big supporter in these little little semi circle conversations was like, um, she said something like, yeah, but you're rich. Yeah, like we need money. He's got a, he's got a couple bill. Yeah, yeah. So I, like, I love how I forgot. I just remembered he was like, "We're going to start this company over, and we're going to do it without a board, yeah, and without cubicles, and without walls." And it's like, 
I don't think. And without salary. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think that utopia is going to work, my man. Yeah. Well, it's a great visionary. Totally. Outlook. I mean, I would love, I think most people would love that environment. Yeah. Um, And that's what draws people to tech companies and stuff because, wait, I know people that don't even have titles. Yeah. Well, it's like companies that know their why. I'm a yeah. read a book about know your why and all this stuff. Like companies that know their why and why they produce what they produce, and not just to make money. Like generally wind up growing, yeah. you know, furthering society and stuff. But it's so rare because yeah. people want money. Yeah, <laughs> and well, there's so few people. At in the charge end of the day, and, public companies are beholden yeah. to their shareholders. They're bored yeah. and they have expectations, and the financial system expects them to deliver this. And if they don't, then it goes down. And that's yeah. what they're seeing in this. Right. I mean, they could have kept. He was a private company and just kept through investors and, yeah, you know, they could have maybe not faced that same scrutiny, but I don't know. You win some, you lose some. But I love it because the article I read, it was like it's his uh, Wolf of Wall Street moment. So all I could think of was like, I'm not fucking leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Leo. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, now, I mean, and then, you know, after this, we... We have some issues now. You know, we've got to get going back to Mars. We got to get Kelly and yep. off off Mars because she has preeclampsia, and the only way that her and the baby will survive childbirth is to get her to the Phoenix because they have the facilities and some supplies, chemical or something. They said that they need. I yeah. uh, forget what it was um, to be able to survive the birth so they are thinking through what to do how to get the amsam and they're <laughs> this is interesting i was doing the math on this and ed like like danny's like we need to shed a thousand pounds and yeah. danny's or uh, ed's like well, there's nine of us, so yeah, you know, we could get to a thousand pounds. I'm like, how much do you all weigh? Yeah, like, let's do the math. Good, I was like, Ed's a good two hundred. Yeah, the Russian defector is a good two hundred. Yeah, you're probably talking about fourteen hundred pounds. So like, maybe two other people can yeah. go up with him. Like, who wants to get out of here fast? Yeah, we yeah. say, what two people want to go home? Yeah, like, but everybody volunteers to stay. So now you got to think though, people weigh differently on different planets. Well, that's the thing. What is it? Maybe Ed knew the um, the galactical conversion of weightlessness, and I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a maybe, physicist. Maybe on Earth, Ed weighs 200, but on Mars, he's a lean 125. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. You I don't, don't know. know. What's the... What's, um, yeah. I thought it was funny, though, and they were like, yeah, we need to shed a 1,000 pounds, and they were like, well, all nine of us, and I was like, yeah. you don't all weigh 125. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, so, and they... You know, this puts them in jeopardy. You know, it's another interesting choice. You put nine people in jeopardy for one and a half people. Yeah. Or, I mean, I guess one is a live longer. Maybe they could become president or affect the future. Well, the name of this episode is Stranger in a Strange Land. And I don't know if you've read any Robert Heinlein, but that's the name of one of his sci-fi books. I... Everything that you said out of your mouth, I have no idea what it means, but yeah. it sounds really cool. Dude, yeah, Robert Heinlein, he yeah. wrote Starship Troopers. Oh, okay. Um, but he also wrote uh, Stranger in a Strange Land, which tells the story of a person, a human, who comes to Earth in an early adulthood after being born on the planet Mars and raised by Martians. 
and explores his interaction with and eventual transformation of Terran culture. Smacks of the book because the kid. Yeah, well, the interesting thing will be, A, he won't technically be born on Mars. He's born on a spaceship. True. B, the kid will be like maybe three or four when he gets home. True. He's not going to remember shit. No. <laughs> He'll be four back on Earth and having a normal childhood. Guys, guys, guys. Well, I got launched outside of a <laughs> I was born as my mom was. <laughs> I was the first person Cur- born mid-orbit. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even got to that part yet. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's, yeah it'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, I was also thinking it was Stranger Strangeland, like the Korean guy being the first uh, uh, Commander Lee. Amazing. Or, and that whole... Matt Damon moment uh, from Interstellar being alone on the planet and dealing with being a stranger in a strange land, the first person um, there. So, and I love how, of course, the Korean was on bars and his ra- his radio was broken, so he yeah. couldn't like tell the like North Koreans that he had made it to bars. So they were yeah. like, "Damn, we failed!" But whew, glad <laughs> we didn't tell anybody about it. <laughs> Yeah. They weren't going to tell anybody. No. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, now, so we're back on Earth and the NASA folks. Now we got, at NASA, we got the team from um, Helios there with um, Bill and team with Alita. Mm-hmm. Alita looks distracted. A little bit. Uh, Alita. 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 Alita, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> so Alita's distracted. They're trying to figure out how to get Kelly mm-hmm. up to the Phoenix. And basically all their computations, now they're at 95.3% there. So how do they get that extra 5%? And... Um, they're arguing about it and Aleda is just looking out the window. And so Margot calls her outside and, uh, you know, Margot's like, like, I know I'm being investigated. And Aleda's like, huh? Like, yeah. And she goes, I'm sorry to put you in that position, which was really sweet because I think, I think Margot wants to explain that she did it for love. Yeah. This is almost like, I started to think like that Christopher Nolan was writing this is like, you know, in all of his interstellar, all that sort of love. Like, and she's, but she's like, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. You know, yeah. Talk about it another time. And talk about this man I yeah. betrayed my country for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and she's just like, I just need, like, I need you to get your head out of your yeah. ass. We got to fix this because these dumbasses in there can't figure it out. Yeah. And you resolve everything. Yeah. So she goes back in there and she's like, all right. Well, you know, Bill's like, well, if there's only a way we could develop a stage two with maybe a different fuel system and get stage two. And Alita's like, I know how to do it. Like, yeah, we'll use the, the PMU propulsion, something, whatever. Yeah. And we'll have her fly to the, (laughs) she'll be on top of the rocket. (laughs) And when Ed gets to his apex, she'll disconnect and then shoot herself through space. Like the Martian, except instead of using his hand as propulsion, She's using a backpack. 
and she's got to eyeball it. <laughs> Dude. Like a little hole. Yeah. Which is like the size of a door. But like from far off, she's got to eyeball it. Would you, is the movie Gravity where they're like trying to find everything in pitch black? Like I, with George Clooney and uh, Sandra. I, I yeah, can't remember yeah. what happens in there, but it almost seems like when they get lost and they're trying to find everything's pitch black. And when we get to that, the scene coming up, it's like everything is bright and you see the whole ship. And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, it's like space with a black void. Thank goodness you launched on the bright side Yeah, you know, when the sun was out. Yeah, they didn't see you on the dark side of the moon. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so it's like Oleta comes to the rescue and then everybody, like, Margo's like, go, go take. Bill, take your team with the PMUs and uh, propulsion tanks, and then so and so go take your team, do this, and then, then Mark is it Margo says like, there's only one person that can help Ed, or does Ed tell her that? Yeah, and so now we got like Molly Cobb is called in to help. So yeah, Molly's back. She's got her dog. Yeah, yeah, and then too like when we see. Margo's back in her office and she gets a call, a video call from Ramstein Air Force Base in Germany. Yeah. And Sergey, they were helicoptered out. Him and his parents were helicoptered out they of Russia. It. Out of communist Russia. In communist Russia, yeah. helicopter yeah. <laughs> takes you. I don't know. Um, <laughs> in Soviet Russia. She's super excited, but she can't really, nay, because she knows that. Um, She's screwed. She's either going to be arrested or, you know, an investigation. The FBI is at a point where they're ready to arrest her, right? Yeah. That's what basically the she meets earlier with um, uh, Chachny. What's her name? The Russian um, lady that took over for Sergei. Uh, Shatish. Yeah. And basically he says, you're under investigation. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, they have their own agent within the DOJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah wink. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, she knows she's screwed, and she knows that, like, Sergey's in America, or going to be in America, but she's never going to be able to see him again. Yep. Um, so we have, you know, we have Molly. Molly comes in. You know, what did she say? What did she say about the, you said it earlier? Yeah, she's like, where's the ice queen? Or yeah. the, yeah, the, the, Snow bitch or whatever. I can't remember what she called Margo, but Margo was just like, just I'm right here. (laughs) Like, yeah, just Molly does hasn't changed at all, and like everything around her is changing. Yeah, and it's it's so it's very different. I mean, we see even when Karen goes into Mission Control later. Yeah, everything's. I mean, Karen was always up in the box watching. Molly was always out. You know, pretty much was a gung ho astronaut. And all these different people in Mission Control, like, everything's changing around her. And, you know, we have basically then uh, Margo gets, goes down and basically gives her last speech, right? She knows she's about to be arrested. Yeah. Everybody. And, yeah. Look here. Uh, basically gives a great speech. It was good. And it was a good moment. It says Alita. I, I really enjoyed it. And Alita, like the room is yours, or the calm is yours, or yep. the flight is yours, or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah, the room is yours. Yeah. Basically, paving the way for Alita to take over director of yeah. NASA next season. I think. Yeah, definitely. But um, 
so now the whole world knows that the baby is coming and mm-hmm. that this mission is happening, right? So now we have all these, like... It's baby Jessica, but on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that goes around a couple things happening. So, yeah, baby Jessica is going up on Mars. It's a first intergalactic space baby. Yep. Um, the world is watching. There's reporter vans now outside of... Uh, Lyndon B. Johnson Space Center in Houston, Texas, uh, Nassau Bay, Clear Lake area. Yeah. I drive by that sign all the time that was showing in that it was I, I drove by the other day and almost like had a tear after watching this episode. I was right. like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, and I this doubled, is in my town. I double checked something. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I can breathe. I can breathe. Yeah. Um, Weird. He, the SpaceX rocket is now a Helios rocket. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All, all good, brother. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we yeah, see the, the world is watching. The world is watching. We see all these reporters. We see um, doors closing. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we see all these reporters. We see everybody prepping to do these news stories. And then, lo and behold, we see. The QAnon group that Jimmy hangs out with. (laughs) Jimmy. Jimmy Dipshit. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Dipshit Stevens. Yeah. Uh, So he's sitting in the van with uh, young Brian Cranston with a bad wig. (laughs) That's what I'm calling him. I I was looking for Aaron Paul this whole episode. Yeah. Jimmy is Aaron Paul now. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm like trying to think, what is even his uh, name? What's the guy? Do we ever get his name in the show? Um like I don't have it in my notes. His scumbag friends. Yeah, that's yeah. Scumbag one. Scumbag fun. Scumbag. <laughs> and then we get like what other we get Sonny. Oh yeah, he has a name because Sonny calls him the name. Sonny's a girl. Yep. And then um, the guy, and then a new guy with that is like. Look like he worked at NASA. Like you talk about the heavier set guy yeah. with glasses. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. But yeah, they're like planning this, like some kind of stunt at NASA because, like, hey, Jimmy, go plug this into terminal, blah, 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 in room, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And Jimmy's like, I don't know, guys. Like, and so he, like, goes inside. He, like, runs into Karen. Yeah. So, yeah, Jimmy's in the van. The guy gives him something to plug into some room that's, I guess, going to get their broadcast on. The NASA feed? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's Pre-YouTube, just, so we got to think, like, NASA's got their own feed, yeah. Yeah, everybody's watching the NASA feed, um, but... Yeah, you know, everybody's watching the NASA feed because this story is huge, and, and uh, Mars Jessica... Um, trying to, I'm looking at my notes. Oh, well, so... So Jimmy, de- Jimmy goes in, and he's, like, hemming and hawing. He's sitting down. Yeah. Like, do I do this? Do I don't do it? And we never even get confirmation that he does this, right? I love how there's, like, an active mission ongoing and, like, any schmuck can walk into the building. Yeah. No, they'd be like, Jimmy, sorry, you need to come back another day. Yeah. Like, Like, (laughs) we got a major operation going here between Helios, Roscosmos, and NASA. Yeah. You know what? Let's get a cup of coffee. Yeah. No. He, He runs into Karen and, like, he's like, Jimmy, what are you doing here? And, you know, he's all nervous and, um... You know, oh, you came to see your brother to make sure he's okay, like, on the... Like, yeah. He's like, yeah, no, yeah. I didn't come here for anything. I care about yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go outside and smoke. Uh, you know, and then, 
you know, Karen goes and talk about before it goes into mission control and Alita has a seat for her and all that. But, um, you know, before we go back to what happens there, now we got, um, everybody up there is preparing for the launch. Um, Ed and Kelly, Ed and the MSAN Kelly strapped to the roof. Yeah. But I love it because, like, oh. yeah, we, we, we kind of skipped over, like, Danny. No, that's where I was going to yeah, go back yeah. to. So go bring us. I love how Danny has made it this far into the season without telling Ed that he boned Karen. Anyways, he tells Ed, he's like, Ed, by the way, I'm the one that fucked up the drilling thing. I was about to say he was going to be like, Ed, I fucked your wife. Yeah. And I also fucked the drill. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I am responsible for... T- <laughs> Two of the worst moments of your life. Two of the worst moments of your life. Two of the three. Yeah. Because little little Shane. Yeah, yeah. Being alone on the moon. Yeah, Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, he's like, by the way, I screwed it up. It wasn't Danny Cordray, which that's not his name because that's uh, (laughs) Timothy Oliphant in the office, but I'm going to call him Danny Cordray. Um, He tells him he's the one that screwed it up. He just panicked and turned off the comms. And that's when, like, I think uh, Joel Kinnaman just, like, came to life. Yeah. Like, his whole face changed, like, when he was processing it. Yeah. You could just see the anger boil from, like, his mouth and his eyes. It was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. And he's like, Ed, I got to do this. Just let me take Kelly up. Like, I got to, like, what do you say, redeem myself or whatever he well, said? Well, Ed basically says, you're not going to redeem yourself uh, by using my daughter. Yeah. You know, you're not going to use my daughter to redeem yourself. You think after what you just told me, I'm going to let you... Take her up in that thing, you know. Yeah. He's like fuming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got him I'm thrown up against the like, wall. I'm surprised you didn't like like put him on a leash at like time to the end, like end of the M Sam and just launch with him like dang. Well, if they didn't need all the extra weight lifted, they oh, would have just true. done that. I think there's room to to spare to hang out. Yeah. Took out nine <laughs> people. Yeah. Just saying. But consider he's responsible for pretty much all seven deaths on Mars. Yeah, we could or, <laughs> that's the one good thing about that. <laughs> He, he saved room for, like, seven people. There's a little more rations to go around now. Yeah, he's he's done killed off a few of them. Yeah. But, yeah, they... So, like, Ed called NASA, basically, on their 30-minute delay. Yeah. And it's like, by the way, guys, we're taking Kelly up. We all voted. Yeah. We're all staying. And they have to stay, like, a year. Year and a half. Yeah. Before the next mission Sojourner will make two. it. Yeah. And so they're just going to hang out and, like, eat shit potatoes. And don't worry, though. When we go into next season, like, North Korea is going to be there in, like, three months. Like, oh, they yeah, already yeah. launched a well, second. <laughs> the other probe, like, landed on the North Pole, and they're already up there. Yeah. But, like, their radio broke, too. Or, like, Germany and <laughs> India. Like, all of them are like, oh, yeah, these are all unmanned. And yeah. they're like. Iranians. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the countries that we've, like, blacklisted. Yeah, like, yeah it's going to be, yeah, another one. is Iran, Syria. Venezuela. Yeah. <laughs> Pablo, where's Pablo Escobar? This whole show, hmm. is he like the president of Colombia? He's our, he's already on Mars. He's selling <laughs> selling yayo. That's how Jimmy or Jimmy's good next season. <laughs> he's going to be buying yayo from uh, Pablo over in the Colombian uh, section of Mars. That's fantastic. <laughs> yes. Because he ran, I think they ran out of drugs. He ate all the painkillers. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't choose to quit. He had to quit. Yeah. There was none left. <laughs> he's, I got another thing to do. Uh, sorry. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, we kind of got two timelines going on here at the same time. You know, we see um, basically Ed launches 
Kelly's strapped to the top. Mission Control is going through. Um, everybody's following the trajectory. Ed's talking to Kelly. She basically launches, um, unbuckles, launches, and then pilots her PMU, the spacesuit, mobile spacesuit thing. And Phoenix confirms they catch her. And they don't, I mean, I like how they just show, like, literally when she ejected from the seatbelt and then initiated the propulsion on the suit, I was like, fuck yeah. Like, I said it on the plane. I said it (laughs) when I watched it today again. Yeah. It was amazing. Like, I was so good. It was edge of the seat. Even the second time watching it, I was on the edge of my seat during this whole thing. It was really, it was shot really well. Like, yeah, we know it's all like CGI and everything, but like, like, the apex, and then she takes off, and then you just see Ed's like capsule fall away. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, the, but, yeah, she like flies, and of course, I'm thinking like, oh, she's going way too fast. Yeah, I was waiting for her to just crash yeah. into the airlock on <laughs> the like, other yeah, flat. Just splat. <laughs> or or she misses and like she just, she just keeps going, yeah. and then like all of a sudden you see a baby like attached to umbilical work <laughs> on the suit. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she just goes right over Helios, and they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, she makes it to Phoenix, and the Amazing. last thing, you know, you hear basically the last thing to mission control is, is like, we got her, and everybody cheering. And then Karen's phone rings, and it's Amber. Because Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy, when he came back out from planting the thing, which we don't know if pants 2.0. Yeah, he... Runs into his friends again, and it's like I did it, and they're like, he's like I gotta go pee, and they're like, okay, it's a free country. They're like they have him hem- hemmed up behind the van, yeah. and then you know he runs around to another van, calls Amber, leaves her a message like, hey, I think something bad's about to go down. Yeah, because he like walked up to his buddy. Yeah. Uh, Brian Cranston. Yeah. And, like, the guy had a bag of rifles, and he was like, oh, yeah, nothing sees- to see here. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, okay, all right. So Jimmy's oh. like, oh, some shit's about to go down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm like, oh, I'll go to the bathroom. And they're like, okay. Like, yeah. all, right, all right, you're screwed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Sonny's like, oh, who are you calling over there? Uh, are you okay? Yeah, I just had to pee. Oh, okay. Uh, who are you calling? Uh, nobody. Uh, or Amber, she gets worried if I'm going to be home late, and then... He's like, okay, I'm gonna go pee now, and he turns around, and Brian Cranston knocks him out. Knocks him out pistol with a p- yeah. yeah, pistol wasn't basically, yeah. um, and then you know, Karen gets a phone call, Mission Control for Amber saying, "Hey, I can't get hold of Jimmy. He said something's going down." Karen walks outside and is looking around, can't find him. Asks the security guard, "Hey, did you see a guy? You know, an angst teen in a flannel?" Sir, ma'am, this is NASA. Yeah. They're all angst teens around here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so she calls him and sees Brian Cranston, like pick up a phone out of the pocket. Yeah. And yeah. She calls Jimmy's phone. Yeah. Jimmy's phone. And like and goes to voicemail. It's like, yeah. Hey, this is Jimmy. Leave a message. Yeah. And like the guy's like, click. Yeah. And she's like, Oh shit. Yeah. And then, so Karen's like, instead of going like, Hey, security guard, uh, like shit's about to go down. This is back. She goes looking for Jimmy. Like go get the security guard quietly Get people to round this guy up, but no, she looks for Jimmy. She walks around the back of the TV vans, finds him. Yeah, remember <laughs> he's and the vans just unlocked. Yeah, like yeah, 
you see here, yeah. She's like, oh, thank God oh. it's unlocked. I didn't have to break a window. Yeah, it's yeah. unlocked. Like, they didn't, like, hey, we just put him in the van. Let's lock the back door. Um, I mean, it was the 90s. I don't know. If- They're big believers in knots, like nautical flags, nautical <laughs> nautical knots. Like they, I used a, ho- a, a clinch hove. Like, he's fine. Like, he's not going anywhere. I don't no, know. I don't they know didn't even names, use but- any rope. It was no, just duct tape. duct tape. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, all right. I mean, duct tape's great for everything, but, I mean, you can just literally rip it. You got to um, double up on it. You got to make it thick. But, yeah, she, she, like, she looks in and sees, like, She's like, oh, I got him out. Uh, and then, like, pulls him out. And then she's like, what the hell is this? And, like, moves a blanket. Yeah. It's a fucking bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Massive, massive bomb in there. Yeah. And it's she, Oklahoma City, like, first the, World Trade Center attack And they type did shit. say, you know, I was reading an article that the, they basically were paralleling it to the Oklahoma City bomb. Yeah. Like, angry, wild up, riled up people at the government. Well, let's say angry white people at the yeah, government. Yeah, it was a white, yeah, white. Yeah. You read yeah. the same article. I, I did read the same article, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, white white aggression. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she tells Jimmy to run. Now she goes over to the security guard. Dude, I'm. And like, oh, hey, hey, point. She's pointing at like. Yeah, this, that guy. Yeah. And then, then, <laughs> then, then the other new guy in the QAnon group. Like oh shit! Like oh shit! There's Jimmy running. They all take off, and like he pulls out a phone. And Karen, I was like, Karen should just yell "fucking bomb," right? Like, but she's like nothing. There's no security there that just whip out a a gun. That's my only nitpick. I mean, they have to do it for the show, but like she went to security in the wrong order. Security guards, I would imagine NASA would be armed in case any kind of thing like this happened. They could just dude. The fact that they got a Frickin' van past like the first three gates. And yeah. I've been to NASA, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's serious shit. Yeah. But yeah, they just like. Yeah. And how did they, they get the credentials to be like, hey, we're reporters? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Hey, I work for the Chronicle. Oh, okay. Come on. <laughs> come on in, man. Yeah. Yeah. But they, yeah. So he he brings out the phone, he presses a button, blows the fucking place to smithereens. And this was my thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just convenience. Yeah. Plot convenience. Yeah. I don't know. She like whipped the blanket off the bomb. Yeah. And there's like a cell phone attached to it. The cell phone's not on. Like the screen was yeah. blank. Yeah. Sorry, if it was me, I'm ripping that fucker off. I'm just saying. I know you're not supposed to mess with yeah. bombs. I'm just saying. I'm ripping it off because ain't nothing going to happen. Yeah. But that's I mean, just if me. you need that to activate. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's but a good question. They didn't ask me when they wrote the show, so it doesn't matter. Well, you, but yeah, she yeah she was like that guy, officer, and he's like, dee, 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 dee. Uh, and then the the aftermath of the expo is just is was amazingly done. Yeah, I think. But like, Jimmy uh, runs off. Jimmy runs off, and then we see Jimmy come walking back through, like the fog and the rubble, and. Somehow spots Karen's hand, like who's buried under one piece yeah, of he's Karen's like, a piece like of jewelry or something. Like yeah, I don't her know ring. Her, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's in the fucking blast zone. Was it? Was it Danny's uh, Danny high school class ring? <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally had the same thought. Like Danny gave her that ring. Yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, oh, it's the Stevens family seal. I know what that is. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, yep, yeah, that's Karen. Yeah. Um, and so he. You know, she's in the blast zone yeah. and like half, like all the outer exterior of the building is blown off as we see at the shot pans up in a little bit. But she's 
somehow buried in one piece under one piece of rubble. Just a good solid foot and a half. That's it. I think this is going to sound bad, but I think we were talking about that she would have been in about seven different pieces. Yeah. You know, she'd be here, over there, up yeah. there, and back there. And she was literally 10 feet from the bomb. Yeah. She literally was, yeah, the stones throw from the from yeah. the van. Yeah. And like, that bomb was Oklahoma City level stuff. Yeah. And like, that's it ripped the face off a of JSC. Yeah. And that's a visual of it. It looked like the Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah. They did really good with that scene. Yeah. That was amazing parallels. Yeah. yeah. And, and then it, we see, you know, it goes inside to Mission Control. Um, and see Molly helping people out, uh, Alita's kind of stunned. And our first thought is like, where's Margo? Alita goes, looks for Margo, sees her office blown up. She's assuming that she's dead, uh, that Margo's dead. Cause we, last we saw her, she was playing piano in the yeah. office. Um, but Molly rescues some people and then goes back in and we never see her again. And then, you know, you, you kind of, um, then it cuts up. Basically, we see cuts back, and Karen's holding Jimmy's hand, and Karen died. It's I thought it was a cool like she's looking up at the clouds, kind of like it's the, almost the like clouds part. Yeah, and she sees some sky and some sun or whatever. It's like head, like she's yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah, it's like the white light. You know, yeah. it's, it was it was pretty cool the way they did it. I thought, um, and you know, then we see. We go back to Ed, you know, Ed's, um, the MSAM has fallen back to Earth, and he kind of crash lands, and we see him. Yeah, we didn't know if Ed was alive. Right? We didn't know, we didn't know he was alive during the whole bombing thing, right? So yeah. we thought, oh, shoot, like, every. I, th- I think he heard, like, on his descent, I think he heard, like, the radio that, like, Kelly made it. Yeah. And so he, you're thinking, like, oh, okay, he could, like. He's like, oh, I'm done. And just die. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, he hits the boosters. And then, like, the, before it transitions over the bombing, yeah. like, you see, like, the the, the MSAM is, like, this, like, smoldering yeah, crater. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh. He didn't yeah, make that's it right. Anyway. That happened before the bombing part. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, after the bombing, and it go back, and um, uh, Roland is driving the thing, and they see the Ed walking, you know, and Ed's alive. And he goes back to Happy Valley, and mm-hmm. Danny has to tell him, like, hey, there was a bombing at JC, and, like, I'm sorry. Like, your ex wife is dead. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't even have to say it. She no, just said, yeah. like, Karen was there. He just, yeah. And then, yeah. He drops, like, the ice pack that was on his head. And yeah. I, it's really, I mean, I, Danny and Ed have been together since what, season one, season two? Um, and they always had good um, moments together. So, yeah. That was good. I mean, I'm glad that was Danny that told, or Daniel Poole, yeah, not Poole. Danny Stevens. Yeah. So Danny um, Poole that told yeah, her. Yeah, don't tell, don't tell Danny Stevens. He'll probably yeah. kill himself. And then, I mean, the last couple of things we have, um, you know, now they, they show Sergey living in America, like a scene out of uh, Goodfellas with Hank, or Henry Hill, uh, like at a house, like getting the paper and his, his uh, <laughs> robe. Uh, and the neighbor mowing the yard, waving at him. So Sergey's in the U.S. and <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we have um, that reminded me of Goodfellas at the end when yeah. Ray Liotta's like picking up the paper oh, yeah. and he's like, "Hey, yeah, exactly." And then it, it's, it's so that was so good. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, and then uh, then we have um, Pool and and Ed basically exiling 
Danny Stevens yeah. to the uh, the North Korean um, Soyuz knockoff. And they gave him supplies, and they're going to bring him supplies every month. But it's like the first space prison. Like, yeah. <laughs> Mars prison, yeah. space prison. He's in um, isolation. They're like, you messed up bad enough, you got to stay by yourself. And then there's a picture of Amber and the baby, like, you know, very similar to... And he's eating and throwing the cups down on the floor. Very similar to the North Korean, as we see at the beginning of the episode with Lee. Um, Which I find it, it just hit me an interesting contrast because, like, the Koreans, like, all their food was brought up in, like, tin cans. And which is added chopsticks weight. And, and chopsticks. And, like, Danny's eating it out of, like, plastic bowls. It's like, is he just eating yogurt, like, for yeah, the Yeah, I don't know what. <laughs> it's probably just some gelatinous nutritionist, yeah. like, crap. But it's interesting the Koreans brought, like, Aluminum cans, which it is just like, more it looked weight. like it had like shrimp and yeah, is, yeah, <laughs> sardines. Interesting in like the differences yeah. in society and the progression that they're in. That just I like the contrast in that. Yeah, and then I think the last, yeah, the, yeah, Alita's with her family at oh, the they're rubble. at the memorial. It's like the Oklahoma City bombing wall yeah. memorial is very looks very tangential to yeah, that. Very moving, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was, like, literally in this episode almost, like, at tears at yeah, some point. It I was, think I was. Yeah. I yeah. was like, dude, this, like, no. could have actually happened to my town. Like, and then when when freaking Sergey picks up the paper, like, when yeah. he's in Henry Hillman and is, like, this to be named after Fallen Hero Molly Cobb. And yeah. I'm like, Molly died? Like, she went back in? Like, we never saw her again. Yeah. Like, like was she, like... like must have gotten like must have been way more injured than we realized, or like she like something fell on her or something. But like I think probably when she was walking back in to save more people, like something fell or she walked right off the edge. I didn't want to say it, but yeah, I was thinking it. We were, well, I, I'll say it because I was reading something about you know she's walked through those halls and everything. But yeah, like, I did like that. But like if part of the building was blown off, maybe exactly. she went. And just fell off, or like something, probably like a live wire hitter or something. You know, yeah, something yeah, it could have been anything. Yeah, because they did show sparks falling behind her. I did, know? I did say that to Jackie while we were watching. I was like, it's really cool because she's like helping people out and she's yeah. like feeling her way. The building hasn't changed, yeah, in forty years, yeah. and she still knows her way, which is true because I've been there. Yeah, it hasn't changed yeah. at all. <laughs> it's so cool that she's they like, like gave her character, yeah, who was basically kicked out of NASA for being yeah. who she was and still, like, gave a shit and, and saved people, and then they named it after her. Yeah. No, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, and then we see... We see a jump to 2003. Yeah. We see... We hear a Radiohead song. Yeah, there's, like, a shitty alarm clock going off yeah. next to a bed. It's like... Yeah. And I'm like... I see 2003. I'm like, yes. Yes. Another 10-year jump, baby. Well, I think it's less than 10, though. Well, yeah. Well, we don't know. The It'll, season started in 93, so now... Or 92, I think. It, 92 or 93. Something like uh, that. Yeah. So, somewhere there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it jumps a decade, pretty much. It goes from 80s, 90s. Now we're into the 2000, right? Yeah. So now it's 2003. And, like, you see this person get out of bed, and they're wearing, like, silk pajamas and walking across a multi-rugged floor. I don't know if you caught that. Like, no carpet. It's just all rugs. I didn't see. I yeah. didn't notice that. And, like, then walks over to the window, which great, like, illustration. Like, pulls the curtain back, right? Dude, that was the 90s. Like, the Berlin Wall, the mm-hmm. Iron Curtain, just whipping the curtain back. Yeah. And what's what's out the window, Chuck? Well, you astutely told me it was Moscow. 
Um, I thought that at first, and I was a little thrown off, like, oh, maybe it's, like, Saudi Arabia or somewhere else. But, like, she is in Moscow, um, and it's Margot. And she's got Harry Potter glasses on now for some reason. Um, Very small. (laughs) Harry Potter glasses. (laughs) That's great. I'm like, wait. Like, is this like in 2003 Russia? This were like the glasses style or what? Yeah. I mean, Harry Potter was around then, no? Maybe it was the start of the Harry Potter phase. 2003? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, the the radio song called Everything is in the Right Place was playing. And I think it's very fitting of Margot's... I think we're going to see in 2003 Margot's fully defected to Russia to avoid prosecution, um, you know, for her traitor uh actions against the u.s yeah she's defected and so it's like uh, you and i were talking like do they know that she's still alive like did the russians sneak her out prior to the bombing we had this theory that maybe the russians were involved in the bombing. so yeah we had a really interesting QAnon theory that um shatish Basically, told Margot, you're under investigation by the FBI and they're close to arresting you because of their moles inside there. Mm-hmm. Could the Russians have gaslit and turned Brian Cran- young Brian Cranston as, into a domestic terrorist and the Russians used him to detonate the bomb as a distraction to get Margot out? into Russia so they could continue to use her as an asset. Cover it up. Don't let anybody know because you just took their Warner Von Braun right out from under him to continue your space program. I mean, it's a huge, like, that'd piss off a lot of people. And you know the Russians aren't going to stop with the space program where, like, in the U.S. they're already talking about they're going to gut the program, and but we don't know what's going to happen. You know, the interesting thing that will... One of the good things with this show in between seasons, and they do this 10-year time jump, they go back and show like a montage of shit that happens between that time jump. Yep. And so, you know, what do we, Mike, what do we think we'll see between this 95 to 2003 where Margo's in Russia? The one thing we'll see, it'll be interesting. No, it'll be the one thing we say for sure is the Ken Starr investigation. Now, whether it's going to be around Ellen's outing and further impeachment, potentially, or it'll be around, it'll be the investigation into the bombing of NASA. Ooh, but it, did was there an investigation, a different type of investigation, the bombing of Oklahoma City? Probably, I don't know. Because, I mean, I just, the Timothy McVeigh, right? Yep. I forget the other guy's name. There was another guy with him, right? There was I two think it was people. just McVeigh. Okay, McVeigh. Yeah. So, that's what they want you to think. Exactly. No. <laughs> and that's what they're, uh, they're going to whitewash in this yeah. next season, is that Jimmy's going to be the fall guy. Dude was last seen running from the van 30 seconds before it exploded. Oh, yeah. No, Video I mean, footage will show Jimmy was the schmuck who blew it up. Well, I think... I think I mean, you're going to have the video of some video of the guy with the cell phone pressing the button, right? You'd like to think. But remember, NASA, NASA whitewashes. Well, according to the QAnon people, I mean, we know in our reality, Gordo, I mean, nothing was whitewashed. But, um, yeah, I mean, the government hides shit, right? Yep. And so 
I mean, Jimmy's going to be, Jimmy's going to go to jail for this, I'm assuming, because. If he doesn't, I mean, come on. He has to. He's been, they know, I mean, he may get some, he's going to do time. And he's going to be the face of the bombing because he's running off. Um, they're going to have him camera running away from the van. And they may not. You, know, you said, I think you were telling me this, they, that maybe the cameras don't have the frontal vision of seeing Karen, security guard, pointing at the guy and the guy dialing the phone. Like, And for me, those cameras and probably the security station yeah. where like the footage was is destroyed. So now yeah. you're only going to have like one camera across the street. And it's going to be the back of the, the van. The grassy knoll. And, like, the- and then they'll be like, oh, it was Jimmy. But you know what? Karen was in on it. <laughs> That'll be a stretch. But yeah, yeah, I think it'll be like Jimmy was a one man like yeah. Unabomber. Like how else did these people get access? Do you really want to just have like a single bomber? Or do you want to have an entire conspiracy of white aggression terrorists? Oh, yeah, it's going to be a single bomber theory. And it's going to be Jimmy. Jimmy kept showing up at NASA. Exactly. And, like, he even had the ruse of bringing a girl, his girlfriend, to pretend that Stole they were there visiting. Stole badge. Stole a badge. Yeah. You know. Wait till they and, find that in his house. Yeah. And it's all going to roll back on Jimmy. He's the only one that's still alive on this crew. Yep. So, um, yeah, I think they'll he'll... I mean, in in theory, he is partly responsible. Oh yeah, I mean, even if he doesn't know, he had to have known that there was a bomb or something. And I don't know how he could be sitting in that van and not know unless he just showed up in his own car to the bombing and was like, "All right, guys, what do you need me to do?" Like, <laughs> don't find the ID badge in like the floor of his car. Like, the yeah, guy's screwed. Yeah, he'll be he'll wind up sharing a space capsule on Mars with his brother. They send him up to space prison <laughs> with Danny. That'll be the next thing is they'll have like a, a prison camp on like on the moon. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Just they, freeze they frame combine... the, the the shot yeah. of Margot looking out the window. Yeah. Pretty sure that's the uh, 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 Moscow State University building. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. Do you think that all the prisoners will go to the moon and they'll mine helium? Yes. Helium three, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, uh, Helios would become a a, a a subsidized prison company. The Helios is the world's largest private uh, prison <laughs> yeah. owners. Oh, it, it is because uh, it is Moscow because there's okay. a there's a, a a brick wall and it's got a drawing of somebody's face. I don't think it's Stalin, <laughs> Lenin, maybe, but the guy's <laughs> too bald. I don't know, I don't know, but it's got a hammer and sickle. So yeah, Mikhail, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love how Ellen like. Called Mikhail after she. I'm Mikhail. Yeah, she's like, thanks, Mikhail. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, um, thank you for feeling sorry for me. Uh, Yeah, even though your culture doesn't believe in what I am. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah, but Mikhail maybe did. Who knows? Yeah, maybe, Uh, maybe. It's just Putin. Um, Yeah, it's just yeah. So, do you think she gets impeached? Yes. Oh man. Or does she convince enough Democrats to vote against impeachment? Clinton. made it through i think she will make it through that's what i think that's what they're leaning on is like the similarities to clinton and, and lying under oath and stuff like that even though she came out and was like she, honest in a press conference yeah. like i think people just feel betrayed but i think she'll make it she'll she'll have a second term uh, maybe fuck yeah and does she she wouldn't be president in 2003 would she or no. yeah, it would be the end of her second term or no she was president in 98 
Oh, 90. Was she president in 93 at the beginning of the season? Yeah, she was yes. president. Yes. So, yeah, she would be out of office anyways in 2003. So maybe she won a second term, but it was, like, lame duck. Yeah. And, like, NASA's, like, been gutted. So who's... What oh, the presidency would be in two thousand, right? If we're going yes. with our timeline, yes. ninety six, two thousand, two thousand four. Yeah, based on the election cycle, it'd be so ninety two. So she was president ninety two. Yep, ninety six. If she won ninety six, and then it would be two thousand. Yep. So she would be out. So that was the Bush Junior. Um, Gore was it Bush? No, Kerry. When was Clinton? Clinton was, who was in. Who was Clinton's VP? Wait, Bush, who was Bush, who was, Clinton was 96, right? Yes. Clinton went again in 2000? No. That was Bush Jr. because Bush Jr. was president during 9-11. That's right. And then Obama, or no, Bush Jr. won twice. Correct. It was Bush Gore in 2000. That's what I thought, yeah. The hanging Chad. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, so, so well, she already mentions, Ellen mentions Bush as Secretary like Secretary Bush. Secretary Bush. So yeah. does Bush get the nomination, Bush president in 2000, or do they do an alternative? Like, does Clinton run again and he gets it in 2000? Um, and then do we see mentions of Obama and Trump and Hillary? It's Ross Perot. As we go. Don't. Don't shit on that. That could that could be. It could be. Yeah, because that was yeah. pro was two thousand, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that's good. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting how they play like the two thousand going forward. Who's the leader in space in two thousand three? Russia. I Ooh. think so. Well, Russia and China. We haven't heard China at all. They've diverged from, like, the communist Soviet stuff. I think they alluded to that this season. Like, those two countries have gone in different directions ideologically. But I think it'll be it'll wind up being, like, Russia and China. And but the I mean, U.S. will be, like, a, far, a distant third. Well, I think, I mean, I think it'll be North Korea. No? I mean, North Korea has a first man on the moon. I mean, they've only managed to get, like, half of their mission accomplished. On, on well, a lucky shot. <laughs> George Bush, like, once flew a plane onto a, uh aircraft carrier with a sign behind it that said, Mission Accomplished, oh. like, right at the beginning of a war. That was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anything's possible. Yeah, anything's possible. Anything yeah. is possible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that'll be interesting. Um, you think Ed, is, Ed will still be alive? We're talking a 10-year... Five years, six year jump. He's going to be in his seventies. He's got to be. No, I, I was reading that you was did. basically okay, yeah. like they were joking about hundred year old astronauts. Is um, he going to be the oldest guy in space? Is he going to pull a John Glenn? Yeah, I mean, he could still be colonizing Mars. Maybe he never came home. Maybe, maybe he died on Mars. I don't think where he's going to die off screen because he's like the number one on the call he's sheet. He's the number one guy of the show. Like, yeah, his name first, is always yeah. first. So, He's got top billing. Yeah. So I I think he's going to I hmm I think he's going to somehow be on a base on on the moon or like in maybe he's like in the Phoenix. I don't think Kelly no, there's no way they could still be on uh in the Phoenix, right? Um No, not not by that jump. No. 
But how? What? What happens with the Phoenix? Like, does they were it talking just, about reusing it? But I think. But how are they going to get home? I thought they they couldn't get. Is there not enough fuel for them to get home? Because now everybody's got to get back. I guess they got to get off the moon with the Sojourner too. Yep. But why can't they use a first Sojourner to get off the moon? Oh, they crashed it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they when like, they landed, they, ass yeah. heavy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what I think what, I think they discussed like returning, like how they could get to those guys faster was Sojourner would rendezvous with Helios, and then just slingshot, basically the Martian. <laughs> so they have to go to the Phoenix and connect, and then, yes. But I mean, the Phoenix is just orbiting. It just will it just continue to orbit around. Or would eventually leave. I think it's. I think they were intending it for to, for it to leave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kelly ain't raising no baby in space for a, a year and a half. <laughs> and then you got to fit nine people inside Sojourner too. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't screw that landing up. Yeah. Well, you're banking. I mean, at least you have food on it. True. Unless it explodes on landing. True. But yeah, I mean. Couldn't they look at the unmanned probes and see if they can get up to use that to shuttle? But unless they don't have any fuel, those don't have any the fuel. The M is wrecked, so they got any other launchers? No. Yeah, yeah, they're in a tough spot. They're in a tough spot. I'm trying to think of what what other theories we had. Well, who's gonna? So, is there? I know Ed makes an ultimatum. Like you're gonna have to come get us, right? Yep. If Ellen's impeached and the vice president takes over and they cut the funding, I mean, Russia, North Korea coming to the rescue? Yes. Everybody goes back to Russia and defects? Everybody (laughs) goes back to Russia. Ed is allowed to leave. But Kelly and her baby aren't because they're technically Soviet. Yeah. Or the baby is anyway. No, I agree. I think think something's going to happen where... Because... (laughs) <laughs> Whenever the vice president was talking to Ellen about Mars, he says something first, which I forget. The second thing is, a, and the the whole controversy with the Russian baby, and then third was seven people died. Yeah, like yeah, that's his ranking. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, this is going to be a big, and you've mentioned it multiple times throughout yeah. the season, or since we found she's pregnant. This is going to be a big deal on who gets to claim. The space baby. Maybe they live on Phoenix for a while while the governments are hashing it out. Maybe. So, I mean, he did look Russian. He was white and bald-headed. Yeah. Little little starved. So. Ed gets back to Earth. He's 70. Does he run for Senate? Does he run for president? I'm going to throw my money at president because uh, if Tom Clancy can make Jack Ryan become president in about 30 novels, I don't see why this show can't make Ed I president. I mean, I wouldn't see Ed want to deal with the political <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, no. But, I mean, working for Helios and doing all this, he kind of had. I mean, obviously working government jobs. But it makes sense that they could go along those plot lines. He could run, you know, as a Republican. I could they, end his campaign in 30 seconds. I felt your wife no that is argument b your was argument you got cuckolded. A. uh argument a is you got close to a the moon and b mars and made us look like pussies yeah no he you're out he chickened out both times exactly 
Apollo I mean, 10 necessarily wasn't entirely his fault, but yeah. they like to blame him for it or use it as an excuse for why the Russians I mean, they the did Russians that in real life. Us. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, it was a test. Yeah, it, yeah. Was all, it was all part of the program, but, yeah. like, he was Can you imagine being on that mission, being like, all right, guys, we're going to go down, and you're going to hover over the moon, and then you're going to go back up. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and be like, all right. And, yeah. be like, you get down there, you're like, oops, I landed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so... I don't know what's going to happen, but Karen's dead. Or we think she is, pretty much. Oh, she's dead. She, Jimmy's she crossed the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah. Jimmy and Danny both share a cell. <laughs> uh, Daniel Poole... Oh, shit. Poole comes back to Earth and takes over NASA. Not Alita. I think Alita's going to take over NASA because you rise up through the ranks, right? I mean, like... Well, Ellen was an astronaut, and then mm. she became the administrator. I mean, it could happen, but I don't think... I think... Well, I mean, I guess... Well, Margo took over as a NASA administrator, and Alita was head of mission control. Yeah, flight I mean, director. But yeah. It, yeah, I think that's, that's a natural progression. Yeah. But... I mean, the only other thing that they could do is that they could make Poole or Ed in charge of uh, NASA because Alita, they suspect we like you were under Margo. Maybe she they think she was up to something with the Russians as well. I don't know. Swinging. Uh Oh, I'm swinging for the fences. The baby is now the director. Yeah. It's the youngest flight director in history. Turns out, not even Russian. (laughs) (laughs) No. NASA is privatized. And or Helios and or NASA buys one or the other. Well, even I think even if it's not privatized, it'll go to what happened here Mm -hmm. after like Columbia and all the the problems. It's going to. The government spent a lot of money not doing a great job. All the private companies, SpaceX, um, Boeing even has stuff. Um, They're in Blue or Horizon. All the different privatized space stuff, it's all going to be privatized. And that's the rescue. I mean, it's already started with Dev, but Mm -hmm. maybe Dev starts another company that just does... You know, space, as you mentioned, space tourism to me. It like the moon is now like. Instead of Helios, it's Felios. <laughs> Fidelios. Fidelios. They're checking for fidelity. Yeah, they're making robots. <laughs> That's where they make the Westworld robots yeah. on the moon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think I'm just interested to see what, what's going to happen with. Um, they always do a good job of jump. So, like, do we think, I mean, they, I was reading today, they were talking about, like, they've got to kill these people off eventually as they go, because you know, they're like, as we get into season six and seven, we can't have 100-year-old astronauts. And I'm like, oh, hell yes. They're only on season three. They're already talking. They want to do, like, six, seven seasons of this, right? So, where, like, how far do we jump? I mean, we jumped to 2003, obviously, 
Remedies, are we just? I think, I think they are said we they colonizing Mars? Seven seasons mm-hmm. of this show. So I mean, we're ta- we're taking the space program like way into the future of what yeah. is like theoretically possible, dude. Like relativity and like time dilation. Like you send people out into space long enough, like they come back technically two hundred years old, but they're still Ed could still be seventy and still be two hundred fifty years old. Yeah, does Ed go and find, like, goes through the wormhole? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> goes to man's planet. Yeah. Well, that's what made, I mean, do they start, I mean, it's talking about, Dev kind of just was focusing on building all these colonies on yeah. Mars, right? So you have two possibilities. You're now focused on Mars or you're going to continue to go further. Right. Do they start mining gas on Venus? Do they, like, other stuff? Like, there's crazy stuff they could do, but what's the ultimate end game? Is the end game, like, they find life in space? Yeah, I was almost expecting to find life on Mars. Yeah. I mean, they they hinted at that with Kelly's plant. And they, when they went to drill, they said they didn't find any of the microbial whatever. Whitewash. They did. They covered it up. That's what the QAnon and people blew up NASA for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 interesting how because they alluded to that this season, right, with the water and stuff like yeah. that, and it just I don't know how far they're going to they, be able to take the show with like three, four more seasons left. Maybe did they find we never saw them no. un, uncork the water? No, they never did. So that's also or the next season. I think next season maybe we get. To 2003, and there's more. Now there's, like, multiple bases set up on Mars. Like, drill rigs set up. They're mining the water. They're doing all that, but I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I'm super excited. I'm bummed that that basically now I've got to wait another year. Uh, Yeah, I know, right. Another 365 till we get the next season. This this show, like, I don't think we had it in our top ten because it was just, I don't think we had that in Westworld because of, um, they were, like, early on in the seasons. But this show is going to be, this season is being my top ten of the year. For yeah, sure. I agree. It, the season finale just rocketed it, like, right yeah. into the top ten. It'll be interesting to see how our mid-year top 10 is different than our end-of-the-year top 10. That's because, a great point. Um, you know, we're, as we're wrapping this up for this this week, we have um, this Sunday, House of the Dragon. Oh, yeah. So our next episode that you guys will hear after this will be a recap of House of the Dragon. Yes. So a lot of good shows coming up. Interesting to see how that goes after what after the Game of Thrones, you know, downward trajectory in the last season. But will people still care? Right. <laughs> I mean, it's got a lot of hype. Um, there's a Lord of the Rings show coming out, which I never saw the movies. They're pretty good, man. I heard. That's... I've been hemming and hawing on watch. I'm wanting to watch this Rings of Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, whatever. It's and called. they're coming out at the same time. Yeah. And 
they delayed Andor. Um, Disney Plus did till the end of September to get out of. The, I think end of September or October to get out of the window with Lord of the Rings and Thrones. It's fair play. Are you going to watch Andor? I think so. I don't know that much about it. Like I knew Boba Fett and I knew yeah um, Obi Wan, yeah. but I don't know. I do you know where the character comes from? The planet. Is there a planet end or is it Endor? Is a planet? That's Endor. Is the planet? Okay. It's, yeah, it's Andor with an A. No, it's the it's the guy. It's the main male lead in Rogue One. Okay, that's what yeah. I know that I've heard. I I listened to a whole podcast about the trailer for Andor. Yeah, uh, and they mentioned Rogue One a lot. So yeah, I've got to go back and watch. Before that, I'm at to watch Rogue One and maybe some Star Wars canon. But the Disney Plus recent. Star Wars stuff has been meh, in mm. my opinion. Yeah, but yeah, I'll that watch it. with like we're Marvel. It's just oversaturated, and I'm just like, all right, what else is on TV? And see, I never was in the Marvel or DC comic or any of the universe very much, so I'm not. I mean, you want you're like someone asked me why I don't watch like that kind of stuff. I'm like, well, Mike watches some of it. So he, <laughs> like he watched moon Knight, you know, but which was not terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. I like Oscar Isaac, but I watched the latest Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness. I saw that on Disney away. plus and I'm like, eh, I, yeah. I don't even, yeah, I wasn't blown away by it. Yeah. Other than like John Krasinski coming out and being Mr. Fantastic, the stretch guy from the Fantastic yeah. Four. That was the only cool part of the whole. And then Professor Xavier. Yeah. Well, Spoiler alert, people. Yeah. Well, and, and it kind of goes to the West. Back, I know we're, we need to start wrapping this up. But yeah. it yeah. kind of goes back to, like, the Westworld model. What, what's the stakes if, like, everything is a multiverse and characters never die? And that's why, like, Game of Thrones and then in... For all mankind, people are just dying, and it has really effect because, like, not entirely true. Jon Snow came back from the dead. <laughs> well, he did have Melisandre. Like, did Melisandre bring him back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, God, I love that show. That was, yeah. There's two shows I want to re- rewatch. So, someone mentioned, um. You know, show we should talk about that we haven't talked about, and one was Mr. Robot, which oh, I want to yeah. do a complete rewatch. Yeah. I've re- I've seen every episode like seven or eight times. Like it's one of my favorite shows of all time. But I need to. I haven't watched Game of Thrones since the end of since the last season. Yeah, yeah. Same here. I'm not gonna have time to rewatch, but uh, my buddy Craig sent me a link. I'll send it to you. Uh, like a YouTube. Um, thing about the house of uh, Targaryen. Ooh. So to nice. prepare for this weekend. I like so it. I'll send that to you. Yeah. Um, maybe we can figure out to post a link to Instagram. Pop it on Insta. Yeah. Yeah. As we prepare. So as, as a hype. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if, anyways, if you guys, any final thoughts on uh, For All My Kind? No. Love it. It's a show trying to do something that's, in my opinion, never been done for, before where every season is a jump. Yeah. And they're just taking every development to the next level. Love it. It, It's alternate history, which I love. Yep. Space, which I love. And time jump with alternate history, which I love. Yeah. So 
The only thing better is maybe if Christopher Nolan did it. No, maybe I don't know. Yeah. He'd fuck it up. Like this has been brilliant. Like <laughs> the sorry. ending, the ending to the season, you'd never understand. No, it. yeah, anyway, like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's like Westworld. Are they really dead? I don't know. Yeah, but no. Yeah, that's yeah. Next season, Karen comes back like yeah. as a robot, right? And, but yeah, no. It's 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 got stakes. It's got everything, and we're partial to it because of Spray's program and. Houston connection. Sure. So, um, but for those, if you made it to this far and you haven't watched it, I mean, why would you listen to this spoiler far? But yeah, watch this show. It's great. Yep. Power through season one. Season yep. one gets a little goopy at times, but power through it. It's all good. Two and three are just out of this world. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening, and you guys can always catch us on Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod, uh, Pod Addict, anything, RSS feed, anywhere on the internet, just type in Can We Kick It, and you can find us, listen to us. You can follow us at Can We Kick It Pod on Instagram, email us at canwekickitpod1 at gmail.com, um, hit us up on our website, kickingitmedia.com, and you know, especially on Instagram, reach out to us. We're going to keep doing some polls, polls and, and try to be interactive. And we appreciate you guys listening to us. Peace. <laughs>